1: To Let's Talk, the Tony Michaels podcast. We got a ton of stuff to talk about today. But let me start by asking everyone if they still own a Mr. Potato and Dr. Seuss books. Because apparently, Everyone in the country is cancelling Dr. Seuss and cancelling Mr. Potato. This is the narrative. This is the bullshit. Dr. Seuss? They're cancelling Dr. Seuss? Oh, there's no more Mr. Potato Head! And we're going to get to why this is relevant. Because they can't get off this whole cancel culture or whatever the hell they're talking about. No one canceled Mr. Potato. Number one, who gives a fuck? Who gives a flying fuck about a fucking Mr. Potato? Number one. That the goddamn potato doesn't have genitalia. It never had genitalia and frankly in the beginning the Mr. the Mr. Potato toy didn't even have a potato in the fucking box. There was no plastic potato You actually had to use one of your fucking potatoes that you had in your house. And you stuck the fucking eyes and the mustache on the goddamn thing. And it stunk and it was nasty. And everyone's like, this is dumb, this is gross. So that's when they made the plastic potato. And the plastic potato never had genitalia. It never had genitalia. Never. And they just called it Mr. Potato because it had a fucking mustache. And then they made a Mrs. Potato because there's a Mr. and a Mrs. But who gives a shit if they take the Mr. off the box? This is all PR stunt by Hasbro, by the way. (laughs) To sell more potato heads. Because they said, oh, we're, we're getting rid of Mr. Potato. No more Mr. Potato. And people lose their fucking minds on Twitter. And they lose their fucking minds on the internet. And mainly it's 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 the right wing that are like, You can't cancel what's that toy called again? Mr. Mr. Oh yeah, Mr. Potato, I remember that. You can't cancel that toy. Like, I thought we'd cancel this because that toy sucked. I mean, no one gives a shit who Mr. Potato is unless you watch Toy Story. That's the only significance. This is the character, Mr. and Mr. Potato had in Toy Story. Other than that, no one gives a shit about that toy. Nobody. And Hasbro's like, hmm. How can we sell more potato heads? Well, we got all these potato heads on the shelf. You know what we could do? We could just say we're canceling Mr. Potato Head. People would lose their fucking minds. And then what we could do about an hour later is say, no, 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 no. We're not getting rid of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. We're just getting rid of the gender box. That's all they did, people. They just took Mr. off the box and said Potato Head. And they got all the shit in there. Mr. Mrs. It's all in the fucking box. It's like this Dr. Seuss shit. Oh my! Oh my! Canceling Dr. Seuss really—that's that's that's the big concern that the right wing has—is canceling Dr. Seuss. Where the fuck were they when people were were boycotting The Lorax? You remember this? The movie The Lorax came out. They did a movie on the book Dr. Seuss's book. Dr. Seuss's book, The Lorax. Which is a fucking book about being environmentally responsible. Not cutting down all the fucking trees so you still have some. Which is a decent fucking message. Hello. But the Christian and the right wing were like, oh, this is liberal agenda. This has liberal agenda written all over it. Cancelled. Boycott. You fucking radicals. And they, they boycotted the Lorax, which is fine. Fuck them. They don't want to watch a good movie. They don't have to. That's a good fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's got good music in it. It's a good fucking movie. There's a couple books that Dr. Seuss wrote years ago that did not have 2021 context in it. And those books should or should not be read to certain children or all children. And people should be able to make that fucking decision. A rational adult should make a decision whether they should read a certain book to their kids or not. I mean, most people don't show Playboys to their kids. But no one's canceling Playboy! This is ridiculous. It's all this thing where, oh my god, it's cancel. Because they don't want to get canceled. Because their ideas fucking suck. Their ideas are fucking horrible. Horrible fucking ideas, terrible policy... None of it makes sense. No one wants it. It's shit. It's a big pile of fucking shit and garbage. I mean, Jesus Christ, there wasn't one goddamn Republican who voted for the Corona corona release relief package in the House. Not fucking one of them. And it doesn't look like there's a goddamn one of them that are going to vote for it in the Senate. Not one of them. Think about how popular the Corona coronavirus relief package is. And not one of them, not fucking one of them is going to vote for it. They're canceling the coronavirus relief package. They're canceling it. Cancel culture. Give me a fucking break. Cancel culture my ass. Dumb. And then they had a whole goddamn event. A whole motherfucking event last weekend. CPAC pack in pack, as I called it, in one of my videos this week. In for Nazi, in for Nazi. We're gonna play a couple, couple clips here, uh, the videos that I made for Cpack. I only have a little bit of shit to talk about because there's plenty to unpack from Cpack. But the one thing, the one. Thing that is most significant about CPAC, well, there's two really, but the one is the most significant, unsignificant thing. The most significant thing is that Republicans are hell bent on keeping the narrative of election fraud alive so they can suppress our vote. That's the goal. They don't give a fuck about Trump, they don't give a fuck about him. All's the Republican. Politicians want to do is they want Trump to carry the water of voter suppression. And the bucket is election fraud. And a stolen election. Because if they can convince enough people in enough states that the election was stolen and that it was all fraud, then they can pass more and more laws to keep people from voting. And the reason why they would do that is because more people vote, the less they win. The more people that vote, the less they win. Because their ideas suck. And they know that we know that they know that their fucking ideas suck. I mean what what is their policy position anymore? What is it? Did you if you listen to CPAC at all? They didn't come up with one good policy idea that sounded like, "Hmm, that sounds like a." They didn't talk about debt and deficit at all. Hardly. It was all cancel culture. They're trying to cancel us, and it was and it was voter it, suppress, voter voter fraud, dead people voting, voting machines were rigged, on and on and on. This shit went. The other most significant insignificant thing. It's Trump. It's Trump. It was very clear, very clear that these boneheads are all in for these dummies. All in for this Trumper shit. Because they want they want him to carry the water for voter suppression. Because he's willing to do it. He's willing to do it. And they're willing to worship at the altar of Trump to have it. So much so that they hauled in a fucking... A golden idol. A false idol, a golden calf. I did a video about it. Maybe you've seen it, maybe you didn't. But if you didn't, it's time to watch it. So let's let's go to that video about the golden idol, and then we'll talk about the golden idol on the other side. The golden calf. Let's talk. Republicans throw their thin-veiled clan rally this weekend, disguising it as CPAC. These are the circus, spending most of their time worshipping at the altar of their orange deity. thing so far is to actually roll in a golden idol that resembles that fat fucking slob. It's almost like there should be a sacred book that these Christians could look to with some text on things like, you know, false idols and shit. Good luck getting them to read a fucking book. Jesus fucking Christ. Republican party. I got a piece of fucking advice for you. When it comes to this Christianity stuff, you might want to shit or get off the pot. Fuck them. <laughs> Shit or get off the pot. And it's true. Uh, you know, enough is enough of this, you know, moral high ground shit. They've got the moral high ground, uh, they're the ones that can speak to the rest of America about what moral Christian values are. Give me a fucking break. Cheering, cheering a, a, a golden, a really tacky golden statue, by the way. Not even a good looking one. I mean, the, the, the guy had the fucking American flag swimming trunks on with flip flops. This guy's never had a pair of swimming trunks on in his life. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. And then, what was the magic wand in his hand? Did you guys notice that? That was, I I thought, what the, what's the magic wand? And the guy who made this thing, apparently this thing was plastic, just painted up as gold, which is totally appropriate for Trump. A a plastic fucking statue that's painted gold. It's not real gold, it's fucking fake gold. (laughs) Of course it was. Of course it was. And then there's pictures of people. Oh, look, look, we love our God. We love our Jesus, Donald Trump worshipping it, bowing down at it holy fucking shit but I'm sick of being lectured by these people talking about how they have the moral high ground and that Christians are the ones who are going to tell us what and when and where to do and how they're the they're they're the ones that are the real Americans give me a fucking break you need to go read your goddamn book for about 10 minutes just read that just read that, that little part about the Ten Commandments And read the second one there. About gods before you. And false idols. You dumb fucks. So then we move on. uh, From from the uh, American Idol to... And and I want to talk about this for a minute here. Because uh, there was a lot of debate. About the Nazi symbol. That was... Uh, seemed like it was used as the stage, and uh, you know maybe I'll just play the video on this and and talk about the the Nazi stage on the other side of the clip. Stage right wing, let's talk. At n this weekend, you know, N for Nazi, they fall just short of making the swastika the shape of their stage. We can debate the intent of the symbolism here, but do we really believe that these right wing political theater nuts didn't think this fucking through? Swastika or no swastika, which shape are we going with? Maybe we shouldn't go with the swastika. Okay, 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 well, swastika light, that'll do. Republican party, you claim not to be a Nazi, but you look like one. If the swastika fits, fuck them. So, so it's not it's not a swastika. The stage was not a swastika, uh, and I, I forget what the fucking symbol is. And and it really d- doesn't even matter what the name of the symbol is. Uh, what really matters is what the significance of what that symbol looks like, of what it was. Uh, they used that symbol for a lot of Hitler youth. Uh, propaganda and uniforms, but more importantly, they used it on the SS uniforms, that symbol, which, rather, they want to claim that it was intentional or not, or that was the case. It doesn't fucking matter. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And really, honestly, if anyone believes that a design is not intentional, you are fucking dumb. Design is intention. That's the whole point of design in the first place. Rather rather the design is 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 politically motivated or it's artistically motivated or it's structurally or architecturally motivated, design is intent. That's the whole point. Is that there is intent behind design. So this idea that they had no intent behind their design is fucking dumb. They had intent behind their design. Now, whether that intent was to have a Nazi symbol on the stage or not, well, that's the fucking question that we got. And I guess it depends on who did the design. Because every, no one threw their hand up saying, Ah, oh, it was me. It was me. I came up with that design. Let me show you the drawings that I had. Let me show you the concepts that I scratched off on a napkin. Nobody. Nobody. Matt Schlapp, you know, gave the the, the fucking boiler plate, plate. Oh, there was no intention, and it's offensive to say that there was intention that this was a Nazi symbol. Well, if 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 you have to make a statement at a fucking quasi clan rally at a neo-Nazi convention, when you're trying to compete with the with the AfPAC? The America First pack, which is which was a bunch of white supremacist neo-Nazis. You know, giving each other verbal blowjobs. Just down the street. When you're trying to compete with that, you might want a stage that neo-Nazis and white supremacists will appreciate. That's all I'm saying. Fuck. Give me a break. Of course there was intention behind the design. Now rather the actual intention was to have a Nazi symbol inside the CPAC it's a good question. And I don't even know that the question needs to be asked. Because here's the thing. Everyone saw it. Even the white supremacists and neo-Nazis saw it. And we didn't hear a lot from them, did we? Weighing in on how that wasn't a white supremacist or a Nazi symbol. As they scratched it off their armband. Fuck you. They know what the symbol is. They know what it means. They know the significance of it. And they noticed it that it was there. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. But you know what? More than anything, because I believe sunlight is the best disinfectant. You guys know this. I don't don't think we should be... uh, 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 not letting Trump speak in front of a microphone. I actually think uh, it would benefit this country if he got out in front of a microphone every goddamn day and said the same goddamn two-bit fucking uh, speech that he gave. Old hat bullshit. Just the same old fucking shit. And I actually did a video on it. Ah, What do you think? Same old shit. The only thing new, really the only thing new, because I listened to the entire Trump speech... Which was difficult because it's the same shit that he's been saying for the last fucking four years. At any and in any event that he was at, he was speaking at, he'd say the same goddamn shit. He'd go through the same goddamn verbal diarrhea because that's what it is. He never he never actually held on to a certain idea or had a certain way that he would walk through a speech. He was all over the fucking map, all over the fucking map, saying phrases, you know, just China, China. Election fraud. Election fraud. Emails. Emails. Joe Biden. Biden. Election fraud. I mean just all over the map. But the one thing that was significant about the speech, and I'm gonna play my, my video and we'll talk about some more stuff on the other side about the about the speech. Because I was I was live tweeting it the entire time. I was live commentating it, I should say. <laughs> but uh, the the one thing significant about the speech that was a change in what he had said before in other speeches. Was he talked about women's sports? Uh, he really danced around the subject. I thought I, I I thought he could have been a much better bigot uh, on this subject. <laughs> uh, he he could have went way further and he didn't. Uh, but he danced around the subject because he really has danced around the subject the entire time he's been president. Uh, he, he really did a lot of a, a lot of bad stuff uh, for uh, the LGBTQ uh, plus community. Uh, you know, the, the the one significant thing that Joe Biden has turned around was the transgender uh, ban on military personnel, which is fucking ridiculous uh, in in so many ways. Number one, if you're an able-bodied person, it shouldn't matter what the what the hell genitalia you were born with and what genitalia you have now. It should not fucking matter. If you are an able-bodied person to do a job in the military or the government, that you should be able to do that fucking job. We. We we all are humans. Every fucking one of us. It doesn't matter what fucking you know, penis or pussy you got in your pants. It doesn't matter. Your genitalia does not matter. It does not. If you are able to do a job, do it. Do it. But the fact the fact that do- that that Donald Trump banned it, and and that Joe Biden had to undo a ban of human beings being in the military. Because of who they were when they were born and who they were now. Because, you know, that's they got to cancel them. Sound familiar? Jim Jordan. Booger Sugar Jr. To prevent an able-bodied person to be a military person now is fucking ridiculous. It's, it's inhumane, it's indecent, and it needs to be stopped. But when Joe Biden signed uh, to repeal uh, Donald Trump's ban of trans people being able-bodied trans people being in the military and being military personnel and holding those positions, when Joe Biden banned it, we, we shouldn't have to cheer. That should be like, yeah, that's a decent thing to do. That's what we should be doing. That's what we should be doing. It's the same thing as this $15 an hour. We should be doing that. We If we get it, we shouldn't have to cheer that we get it. It'd be like, well, we actually should have a lot more, but, you know... We shouldn't just be treating trans people as decent people in the military. We should be treating decent people just in general, in fucking general, okay? Let's let's go with the no discrimination uh, 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 stance on this. That was the most significant change in his same old shit speech that he gave. Was was the thing about? And he took the he took the he took the the little. The little nick of oh, women are going to be in danger because trans women are in trans are are in women's sports and you know basically act like you know a a trans woman is going to pick pick a woman up and you know snap her in half or I don't know what the hell. But 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 the the thing that um, that was significant about the speech and and his 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 language and he was very careful. It was written out. You could tell it because he could barely read it. Uh, Biological male biological male is the words that he used and that was what was written on the teleprompter in quotes i'm sure uh, because he had, he struggled with the word biological 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 male that's what he called it that's what he said it's ridiculous he could he couldn't even muster the fucking courage to call them trans women piece of shit and it goes back to the sign that Marjorie Taylor Greene had Uh, And I I believe that's why it was in the speech, was to stoke that bullshit that she did the week before, that vile piece of garbage. But uh, let's play my video about about Donald Trump's speech, and then we'll finish up with his speech on the other side, because I also also today want to get to uh, the insurrection January 6th hearings that are going on in the Senate right now. Uh, yesterday, uh, I, I thought yesterday was actually more significant, uh, seeing how the senators act and today was pretty significant because we found out some stuff about the national guard. So I want to get to that stuff, but let's watch the Donald Trump same old shit. Let's talk. So tonight, Donald Trump walked out on the CPAC swastika stage and proceeds with his big, live mouth diarrhea. Jesus fucking Christ, this is the same old five-year worn-out bit. This dumb motherfucker. He did hit all the keyword Trumpy-talky points, though. Oh, weak-ass arguments like socialism. China, 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 China. Election fro- Russia, 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 Russia. You see a pattern? There is one thing that is abundantly clear. Joe Biden lives rent-free inside this motherfucker's skull. I mean, he's taken up the whole space that Obama and Hillary had on lease. Even the fucking loft apartment inside this dumb fuck's brain that Rosie O'Donnell had occupied for fucking years. Biden's got that shit too. When it finally came to the part where he was going to announce a run in 2024, well, he fucking pushed out. I guess the MAGA QAnon fucks, they'll be disappointed. Fuck 'em. So, so there, there's a lot to un- unpack about uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump's speech, uh, as far as the Joe Biden component, because Joe Biden, obviously, uh, th- this Joe Biden beating him um, and him having to trudge out over and over and over that the the election was stolen, and it's 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 very obvious that it wasn't. It bothers the complete fuck out of him. I, I actually think. As, as far as Joe Biden is concerned, he's he's much more on Donald Trump's shit list than Barack Obama could ever be, which I'm sure Joe Biden um, is not paying much attention. But if I were Joe Biden, that would excite the hell out of me. Because if Donald Trump is mad at me, ah, we're in good shape. We're in good shape. But, uh, I mean, uh, he, he focused a lot of his speech on Joe Biden. Uh, and, and, and basically how, how bad a job Joe Biden's done, which is not even not even close to the truth. He trudged out the whole gas price thing and uh, milk prices. And, uh, and then he proceeded, <laughs> then he proceeded to brag about how great farmers are doing. So on one hand, on one hand, Joe Biden is the worst thing and the country's you know going in the ditch. and on the other hand, the farmers are doing great. They're doing great. They're doing better than they ever had before because of him. Well, wait a second wait a second if the gas if the farmers are doing so well because of you then the gas prices must be because of you they can't be because of Joe Biden but wait 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 if the gas prices are Joe Biden's fault well then the farmers doing great that that must be Joe Biden's fault too so you see where I'm going with this this is this is this is old hat Republican stuff. They want to take credit for the stuff that's going their way, and they don't want to take the blame for the shit that ain't going their way. And then the whataboutism. Oh my god, the whataboutism. Well, what about this? What about that? Well, what about this? What about that? And that's basically uh, moving on to the insurrection hearings that we've been having the last few days because I think I think as far as news goes CPAC was very significant uh, but the most significant thing out of CPAC, that that the, the lesson that we're gonna learn over the next 24 months of what these Republicans are are that what their what their strategy is is to suppress the vote that is their goal and 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 they're using they're using Donald Trump carrying the water of election fraud uh, in the in the stolen election bucket they're using that as their way to suppress their vote. Because, let's face it, folks, if we all go out and vote based on their policies and vote based on the, what they want for this country, they are not going to get voted back in. They are not going to win the House. They are not going to win the Senate. The only way for them to win those those chambers back is to, number one, gerrymander the vote, which they're going to do. They've been doing it. They'll always do it unless we stop it. And number two... The second thing that they're going to try to do is pass state laws to keep black and brown people from voting. Pretty simple. That's their strategy. That's it. Their strategy is to keep black and brown people from voting and young people and gerrymander. And maybe they'll get the House back. Possibly the Senate, but Senator State races. So they really got to do the whole voter suppression thing. And there is 20, I believe 22, 22 Republican senators up for re-election. 22 of them in 2022. Very, 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 very... mm. Maybe QAnon could do the math and, you know, carry the one and we could have some sort of fucking conspiracy theory there. Speaking of conspiracy theories, let's talk about March 4th and why March 4th is significant of the January 6th insurrection hearings, it's the same motherfuckers. Now, I I got asked today on the phone what I thought would happen on March fourth uh, because there there are some reports today uh, about March fourth that, uh, of course, this this is all to, to, to kind of bring you up the speed of what March fourth is. This is all the QAnon soup. And I call it QAnon soup because they take all these different conspiracy theories and they mix them all in a pot and they stir them around to make a soup. Because this part of the QAnon conspiracy theory did not show up until until Donald Trump was inaugurated on January 20th. So they believe that the state legislators would overturn well, first they thought the Supreme Court would be on their side, which it wasn't. On December 14th, they thought that they were just going to have a special electors and they'd have their own slate of electors and elect Donald Trump as President of the United States and they couldn't even find the Electoral College. That didn't work. So he stokes them and stokes them and stokes them for almost a whole month for January 6th and they decide that Mike Pence, Mike Pence can overturn the election with the stroke of the pen or holler of the microphone whatever which it didn't matter what the hell happened even if they would have stopped them from certifying the vote Joe Biden still would have been inaugurated on January 20th it doesn't it didn't matter if they certified the vote or not the vote was the vote it was done the state certified it they would have sworn in Joe Biden that is just a ceremonial thing that they do to open the envelope and act like they're important congress Who would have thought Congress does ceremonial things to act like they're important? But this boneheaded thing that they thought that Vice President Mike Pence was going to do, he did not have the power to do And even if he had the power to do it, Joe Biden would have made sure Hillary Clinton would have been the president in 2017. And Al Gore would have made himself president in 2000. Give me a fucking break. This is dumb. Doesn't exist. Mike Pence didn't exist. All the Republicans, including Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, Mo Brooks, Louie Gohmert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, they all knew that it didn't exist. But they didn't give a fuck. They were trying to stoke these people. Because Donald Trump wanted, wanted his supporters to save him. Whatever means necessary. And after January 6th didn't happen, and didn't work, they came up with this January 20th that somehow... Donald Trump's going to be sworn in on January 20th. The military's going to come in and arrest everybody and hang everybody or some bullshit. I don't know what the hell they were saying. And then there was the theory that they were going to do the face-off thing, which I think was a troll at first. (laughs) Or they were going to switch Donald Trump and Joe Biden's faces. Jesus fucking Christ. So when January 20th rolled around and Joe Biden was inaugurated president, well, that, that, that part of the soup didn't taste good anymore, just like all the other parts of the QAnon soup didn't taste good anymore. So they had to in, in, uh, add more ingredients into the QAnon soup. And that's where this March 4th shit comes in. The March 4th stuff comes from uh, the, the, the sovereign citizen conspiracy theory every conspiracy theory you know there's the flat earth there's the jfk there's the sovereign citizen you know they all had their own little their own little conspiracy theories but qAnon has done something very significant they're like we don't care what your conspiracy theory is you're welcome here so they invite the sovereign citizen in because sovereign citizens believe that the nation is a corporation it's not actually a country you're not a citizen you're a member And you can relinquish your membership so you don't have to pay taxes... And they can't imprison you, all kinds of stupid shit. Which is not the case. And I believe it's the 10th Amendment... that, In the 10th Amendment it says incorporated somewhere. Like the word incorporated. And they think that made it the country a corporation. Which it did not. But it moved the inauguration date from March 4th to January 20th. And the reason why it moved it is because we no longer needed that much time from the election... To the inauguration because of railroads. Railroads cause much quicker travel. It didn't take people long that long to get back to Washington from their election. It did not. It did not take that long. So that, that's why. That, 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 that's why. We just... Close the gap. And I think we should close the gap even more. If this event on January 6th does not prove that we need to close the gap, and as soon as the state certify the results, Congress vote on that motherfucker, and the very next day the president is sworn in. We don't need this bullshit where we wait till after the first of the year or whatever. We do not need to be doing that bullshit. We need to inaugurate the president of the United States, whoever the state certifies, immediately. Immediately. There's no reason to wait. None. Zero reason to wait for a new president. I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, whoever. We fucking voted for him. We fucking won her. We want that person to be president. Inaugurate her. Inaugurate him. Do it now. Don't wait. Most democracies, that's what they do. So that's where this March 4th thing is coming in and there's a lot of warnings today from uh, law enforcement and um, um, security apparatus that is saying that uh, there's some significant uh, white supremacist uh, neo-Nazi militant groups um, that are that have credible threats for tomorrow and even into the weekend, I guess. I, I guess the point is, is that if they don't get their way tomorrow they'll just extend their, their delusion on into the 5th and the 6th and into the weekend. And then maybe by Sunday they'll be so fucking drunk and worn out that they'll just give up. So it's bound to be an entertaining weekend somewhere in this country. Because we're probably going to see the Trumpers with their flags and their fat bellies hanging out of their Trump shirts. But that brings us to the insurrection hearings that we had in Washington. Uh, Yesterday they, they... Deposed and te- and uh, law enforcement testify. They've been testifying for the last few days on Capitol Hill about the insurrection. Capitol Police yesterday was the FBI director Chris Wray, which I think was actually some of the most telling testimony. Um, now, whether that was good or bad, or there was big news or not big news, I I, th- I think um, showing that. The FBI knows more than they know and they're not telling us. And what looks like uh, the Senators know more than what we know and they're not telling us, there's something significant. Because there was never really any kind of clear-cut answer to any real question other than, you know, bullshit back and forth about... I mean, Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton was... He got on this topic of jihad and MS-13 and uh, went on a tirade about brown people and black people. And you know what? L- let me play a video on this because this is very important uh, of the context of this because I actually recorded this TikTok on January 7th. This was the day after the insurrection that I uh, that I recorded this and I actually said these things about treason privilege. Treason privilege. Let's talk. This is to all you dumb motherfuckers out there who are still wondering why black people are pissed the fuck off. Captured the holy fucking grail of evidence on January 6th of white privilege in this country. Anyone is fucking confused about what the fuck I'm talking about, you need to sit down and shut the fuck off give you a little fucking dose of reality here. At the last Black Lives Matter rally, the National Guard was waiting for those peaceful protesters. January 6th, some of those people that were supposed to protect that building let those white people through. Wasn't for another two motherfucking hours until the National Guard showed up. You damn well better bet when they did show up, if it was black people there, they wouldn't have asked them nicely to leave up America. The world is watching. Fuck them. Well, I said it back then and then today we get confirmation that uh, apparently Mike Flynn's brother uh, was a part of making sure that they stalled the National Guard which there's a lot of confusion about this National Guard. People keep saying that the mayor of Washington, D.C. has the power to to initiate and call on the National Guard. She does not. The the only the only people that have the power to call the National Guard are the governors. And that's the fucking purpose of the National Guard. That's it. That is the militia. You dumb fucks out there clamoring about militia, it's the National Guard. That is the actual army that the that the governors have the ability to call to call upon. It's the whole point. And and in Washington DC the person who has control over the National Guard in Washington, D.C., is the President of the United States. And at the time, on January 6th, I believe the President of the United States was, uh... What was his name? Kind of a fat orange slob. Oh, yeah. Trump. Trump had the power to call the National Guard. And they actually had to call Larry Hogan of Maryland to get Maryland's National Guard. That's why it was so late. And today we find out that it was intentionally stalled... Because of optics. Because of optics. Of course it was because of optics. Of course it was. It was white people. They didn't want to be seen as calling in the National Guard on white people. Especially Trump. And Republicans. Be a fucking break. If those would have been black people. Those National Guard would have been surrounding that rally surrounding the rally the last time there was a black lives matter rally in washington dc there was a whole troop of national guard standing armed on the lincoln memorial before black lives matter even got there they were waiting for black lives matter and it ain't because they it ain't because they're violent It's because they're black. And the optics. That's what this was about. And they wanted to give those white people time to go stop Congress. Be a fucking break. And this whataboutism. This fucking whataboutism blame game. That somehow they're dressed up as Antifa. Somehow they're Black Lives Matter dressed up as Trump supporters. Give me a fucking break. No one believes that shit. We even got confirmation yesterday from the director of the FBI that has arrested three over 300 Trump supporters. Confirmation. Confirmation. That these were Trump supporters. And all you have to do is either either walk down to the detention center or show up to the house or go to the probation officer of the person who has the little electronic device strapped around their ankle. And these senators can go interview those people and find out if they're Trump supporters or they're Antifa or they're Black Lives Matter. It ain't fucking rocket science. Of course they were Trump supporters fuck half these people that are being arrested are like hell no it wasn't Antifa it was me and I'm a Trump supporter I was there to support Trump fucking break which leads me which leads me sorry I'm getting a little angry this subject really hits hard it pisses me off that this whataboutism cause that's the thing that's the thing if all else fails just blame black people If all else fails, just blame it on black people! Let's talk! Part of Trump's legal defense here is not only to conflate Black Lives Matter with the fucking violent insurrection that these treasonous fucks rained down on our country, but to blame it on Black Lives Matter! You stupid motherfucker! It really should not surprise me that I have to explain this to you dumb motherfucking white supremacist Nazis again! A peaceful protest that is designed to fight for the civil rights of people in this country is not the fucking same as an insurrection that is designed to overthrow the Constitution of the United States, you dumb fucks. Guess it really shouldn't fucking surprise me either that you are the dumb motherfuckers that not only do not understand the Constitution, you don't like the Constitution. You don't want democracy, because democracy gives people rights, and you don't want that kind of shit, do you, whitey? You fucking Nazi, fuck them. You goddamn right. And that's what it is. It's a blame game. It's whataboutism. And it all plays into this fucking narrative that they had at CPAC. It's white grievance. That's what Trump was about in the first place. That's why we had the election. That's why we had to go through four years of this fucking buffoon. Is because they feel like something's being taken away from them. Take my country back. It ain't your country. It's everyone else's country too, dipshit. And that's the narrative of this whole goddamn thing. is fear-mongering. That's why Tom Cotton went on his tirade about jihadis and MS-13. Any any people of color that he could point out, he was on it, baby. He was on it. By God, if you got pigmentation in your skin, you're to blame for the January insurrection because Chuck Grassley even said that if the Black Lives Matter weren't violent in the summer, there was no reason for white people to get violent. As if, as if black people peacefully protesting for civil rights in this country is anywhere close to the same of a bunch of toothless, dumbass, fucking white people trying to overthrow the Constitution because they didn't get their way. Enough is enough of this shit. And we have to vote these people out. Because they are going to try to suppress our vote here, folks. That's exactly what they're trying to do. With this blame game of it's Black Lives Matter and Antifa's fault. With this idea that that uh, the election fraud, we have, to, we have to make sure our elections are okay. Mike Pence even wrote a fucking article. He was the one that was going to be hanged. Remember they had the gallows? Hang Mike Pence. Hang Mike Pence. And he writes an op-ed saying, yeah, there's election fraud. Hell yeah. And maybe the vice president should have made Trump the president. What? Come on. That's what this is about. This isn't about Trump 2024. And these people are going to be sadly disappointed when he's not elected in 2024. Sadly disappointed. He's not running in 2024. Fuck, at the end of his speech, he played around with it so the QAnoners could get on their fucking keyboards and start doing equations and drawing lines here and doing conspiracy theories here. And Oh, he said this code word me a fucking break. He's not running in 2024. I mean, he's going to steal your money, Trump supporters. He's going to take your fucking money for sure. He's totally going to act like he's running to take your fucking money. So get your checkbook. Get your credit card. Let's do that. He ain't running. This is all for voter suppression. For the Republican Party to retain power. Because without voter suppression... They can't retain power because their fucking ideas and policies fucking suck. And we know they do. And they know that we know that their policies suck. And the thing they're scared of the most is that 81 million people are willing to vote against it. That's what they're scared of the most is that 81 million people are willing to vote against their policies. That's the most important thing here. So, keep on, keep it on, Republicans. keep on, keep it on and I think I think the Democrats not only should they ram this coronavirus package down their throats now. There's a lot of debate about this $15 an hour minimum wage and I really don't have enough time today to unpack what the significance legislatively not not impact of the country because we definitely know what the impact of the country would be if people had $15 an hour minimum wage we know what the impact would be we know what the economic impact would be we know it it's not rocket science, we've done it before We've lifted the minimum wage before in this country. We've done that shit. We know what happens. And we know that there is a little bit of heartache in the economy. But overall, that shit works. That shit works. It causes more people to have more equity of the GDP. Which causes them to spend more money. Which makes the engine of the economy run better. But they don't give a fuck about the economy running better. They care about capturing the GDP. That's what they want. They want their percentage. Which is all of it. They want all of it. But the coronavirus package should be rammed through. We should get it through into reconciliation. We should get it passed in the Senate this week with or without that $15 an hour minimum wage. And I know a lot of people are going to be pissed. Oh, you're abandoning the $15 an hour minimum wage. No. No. We don't need to abandon that. We don't have to abandon that issue. We can keep voting on that issue, because guys, there's one issue. There's only one, only one issue that matters in this country right now. And Democrats and liberals and progressive and moderates and, and moderate Republicans and never Trumpers. We need to be one issue voters. One, one issue, and one only. End the filibuster. That's the nonsense. That's the bullshit that we're, that that's happening right now. End the filibuster. You know, they're always one-issue voters. They want to vote pro-life. Or they want to vote, Oh, I'm, I'm for lower taxes. I'm for lower taxes. That's why I vote Republican. <laughs> Which isn't even true in the slightest. So we need to be one-issue voters. And if you get anything from the podcast today, if you've been listening... Take that away from this. To end voter suppression, to get $15 an hour minimum wage, to get universal health care so people don't have to go bankrupt because they have a fucking medical bill, we need to end the filibuster. That is the thing standing in the way of what this country wants as a majority. Minority rule is tearing the country apart. And it's tearing their party apart. Frankly. End the filibuster, and we will end voter suppression. End the filibuster, and you will get $15 an hour minimum wage. End the filibuster, and we will get universal health care. A better system that is now. Whether it's Medicare for all, whatever the fuck we want to hash out, we can hash that out when we get there. But a short term, this week and next week, that coronavirus package needs to be passed. Not only is it important for every American to get those stimulus checks to pump into the economy, right, right, as, right as the risk of coronavirus is going to lift in the next three or four months, as we reach some sort of herd immunity, only credit given to uh, Joe Biden and his team to put together a hell of a lot fucking more infrastructure and a hell of a lot more deals on this vaccine than Trump and his team would ever fucking dream of doing. The simple fact that Joe Biden and his team used the Protection Act that was signed almost a year ago today to get the Merck-Johnson Johnson deal to make sure that we pushed up herd immunity almost by four weeks they are estimating we could reach herd immunity sometime in May if you remember just a few months ago the same models, the same models were putting us in June and July that is significant Fucking significant. So go get your fucking vaccine. Go get it. Let's end this shit. Let's end it. But let's not be fucking dumb. Let's not miss the point. Pass the COVID relief bill so those vaccines can get into the arms of people. Make sure that Americans and small business And this country can get back on track this summer. It is time. It is time to put this Trump virus in the past. Because that's what it is. If we would have had a government, if we would have had an acting president, someone who got up in the fucking morning and put his fucking shoes on and went to work, we wouldn't be in this fucking mess. But he didn't. So we have to have another round of coronavirus. That's just what has to happen. And we need to do it now, with or without the $15 minimum wage. And if you want $15 minimum wage, if that's what you want, and you want universal health care, and you want a Voting Rights Act, be a one issue voter. Whoever you're voting for, whoever it is, it doesn't matter if it's Dog Catcher or United States Senator, are you for ending the filibuster? And if they say no, you say who else? who else filibuster 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 in that motherfucker Teddy. that's our one issue take that from this podcast take that and I appreciate you joining me today we're winding down here on time we're at about 53 minutes but I want to I wanna talk to you about one more thing that you guys might have noticed in my videos I got new hats they say fuck em not that cool I love them. So these are the hats that I normally wear. They're FlexFit hats, which I I really like FlexFit hats. They fit my fat head good. Uh, They really, you know, fit it real nice and nice and comfy. They're kind of warm, but sometimes that's good. And, and, And they feel good backwards and forwards, right? You can wear it backwards, you can wear it forwards, and they're comfy. So these are going to be available soon. Be watching out for that. But in the meantime, if you want to support the podcast, you can do a couple different things. Number one, watch the motherfucker? YouTube, you can go to Spotify, you can download on Spotify. We are streaming on Twitter. Last week and this week. This week is the second week we've streamed on Twitter. Which is fantastic. I like that. I like that we're streaming on Twitter. So go support this podcast by listening to it or watching it. And then the other thing that you can do is you can visit the merch store. Go to thetonymichaels.com, click on the merch store, get you a t shirt, get you some sweatpants, get you a tank top, get you a coffee mug. And by the way, we have some really good coffee mugs in there. They're Fuck Trump coffee mugs. And these Fuck Trump coffee mugs, the coffee, oh my God, it tastes, mwah, it tastes so good inside one of those cups. It says on the mug, it says, Fuck Trump and anyone who looks like Trump. Fuck them. And we also have it on a sticker. And we have fuck em stickers. We got fuck em pillows. So, if you're tired and you want to lay down, and, but you're still a little angry about what's going on, you can lay your head down on a fucking pillow. So, if you want to support the podcast, that would be fantastic. If you use the promotion code podcast, so just type in podcast for the promotion code, you get 10% off your order anything anything you want in that merch store you just type in the word fucking podcast you will get 10% off that whole goddamn order the sweatpants the, the t-shirt the hoodie the fucking pillow the whole nine yards you'll get 10% off your order in the merch store so go check it out on thetonymichaels.com. just click on the merch store it'll take you right there you can look at all the good stuff that's in there and you'll have fun You'll have fun. And and be watching. Be watching for the hats. The hats are going to be available soon. They're not in the merch store yet. But they're going to be available soon. So be keeping an eye out for that. Be keeping an eye out. Okay? Okay? Well, I appreciate you guys joining me this week. Come, come visit us next week. I'm, I want to get a guest on uh, for next week to talk about the vaccine. Someone who really actually knows about the vaccine because I don't know anything but what I've read, which I don't understand it because it's a bunch of science and medical malarkey and I have no fucking idea what the fuck any of it means at all um, because I obviously am not trained in those fields. Uh, Now, I try to read it the best I can and take the advice the best I can. Uh, I definitely, as soon as I'm offered... Uh, One of these vaccines. I don't care if it's the Pfizer. I don't care if it's the the Moderna, the Johnson Johnson. I don't even care if Viagra comes out with one in a pill form. And it gives you boners all day long. I will take the fucking vaccine. We need to vaccinate. And wear your fucking mask while you're still out there. Texas, Mississippi, Missouri. All these states that these boneheaded Republican governors are lifting the the mask mandates. and, And saying, yeah, coronavirus is gone. Go have fun. Be courteous. Have some fucking manners for the next six or eight weeks. We're almost out of this. It's been a year. You got six or eight more weeks. Be fucking patient here. Do the right thing. Do the right thing for your family, for everyone else's family. Let's get this country back on track. And let's not kill anybody inadvertently anymore. Let's not do that thing. For fuck's sake. I love you guys. Come back next week at 3 o'clock. Watch me on Twitter. Stream it live on YouTube or watch it afterwards. It's all up on YouTube and get caught up for crying out loud. Go watch all the episodes we have. We have great episodes. Get caught up and then we'll see you next week. Wednesday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern, right here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. And if you aren't watching and those people who don't want to watch and don't like my material and don't like the podcast, fuck up.